Welcome to this week's Henchman of Comics. I'm Alex Dushback. And I'm yours. The 2008 smash hit single from Jason Mraz off the fantastic record, We Sing, We Dance, We Steal Things. That is the eighth Jason Mraz reference I've heard in the last hour. I knew it. I've been talking about him nonstop. If you were to guess how many songs on Spotify does Jason Mraz have with over 100 million listens? Ah, Jesus. Uh, 10,012? You're close. It's three. Wow. Okay, uh, what are his fans called? Mraz Boys? Uh, all I know is we should all kill Mraz ourselves men. because a guy that wears that hat has like 600 billion views It's called listens. style. Uh, <laughs> Everybody needs to rock that fedora. Mrazies know it. Bring the fedora back, I think. It should be the hashtag for this podcast. Anyway, this week we're talking about Jason Mraz's favorite show, uh, <laughs> Cannon Busters on Netflix, uh, based off the comic that was on devil's do and udon uh and Ken Buster's was a little bit different speed for us although we've done books on devil's do before uh this was our first we thing did? what was it it was the samurai bunny thing oh yeah, uh, yeah. usagi yojimbo yeah yeah that's what i said uh, <laughs> the bunny thing uh this is i mean obviously not obviously if you haven't seen it it's an anime uh so this is our first kind of diving into that wheelhouse by moving comics over to that so have you watched a lot of anime? No, Alex. I have not watched almost any anime. I've seen a few Miyazaki films. I have watched a couple of the um, Studio Ghibli movies that aren't from him. Uh, that's about my experience. I've seen like five or six total anime. So you never watched Pokemon? I, as a kid, I guess. Yeah. So you would say that Pokemon to her anime? Uh, Dragon Ball Z, does that count? Yeah. Is it the oh, same thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Uh, yeah, I think this is also going to be an episode where it frustrates a lot of people who actually are super familiar yeah. with anime. Like, oh my I, god, yes. Like, I want to say, like, I've watched a fair amount. I, I, in fact, I was thinking about the other day, I was trying to count how many I've watched. And I think I've watched 11 anime, uh, television shows in my life, kind of like movies. Okay. Uh, List all of them, uh, <laughs> in order of when they came out, and, uh, if you can, uh, order of you, that you liked them afterwards. Okay. This uh, is the next 20 minutes of the podcast. Order they came out, uh, Loop on the Third. Uh, Pokemon. Uh, no, wait, I screwed up. Cowboy okay, Trigun, Cowboy Bebop, is. Uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, God, I'm, I'm so done. Inuyasha. Uh, uh, what else? Attack on Titan, One Punch Man. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting some stuff. Oh, I, it's like sort of anime style, so it's not a real anime. Uh, I've watched it on Netflix. It's the only anime show I've watched on Netflix, and they've put out a decent amount. Is the Castlevania TV show, which I really like. Warren Ellis has yeah. a lot to do with yeah, that. Yeah, Warren Ellis has written every single episode. Yep, that's uh, a show I recommend to a lot of people. With even, uh, if you love the game, check that out. Uh, if you love vampire mythology, it, it's it's a good time. Uh, uh, Warren Ellis also writes comic books. Yeah, as we talked about last week when we were talking <laughs> about Transmetropolitan, one of the greatest comic books of all time. Maybe I should watch Castlevania. So, also, spoilers for Cannon Busters. Uh, so, knowing your minimal experience with anime. Yes, yes. How did you feel as you started watching this show? Uh, I think my girlfriend kind of summed it up best. <laughs> uh, I can't believe you watched it with her. Oh, well, believe me, I didn't. I, I attempted. It quickly was turned off. She goes, what the fuck is this shit? Uh, Art. 
I tried explaining it to her. It's the real housewives of <laughs> uh, Kingdom of Bodica. Uh, Jesus Christ. This was an interesting thing for me. And I want to say anime is, is actually pretty niche. Um, that being said, I still enjoyed it. I don't think it was yeah. terrible. It's, it's weird. Like I had this like weird like relationship with the show. And it got... Uh, like sexually or... No, no, no. Not yet. Uh, <laughs> that but, comes with season two. That, I'm like, oh, like this is cool. I like this. And I'm like, oh, that's stupid. And I hate this. And I'm like, oh, that's funny and goofy. And I'm like, oh, man, is this show almost over? But like by... like. The more episodes I watched, like the more I like, I really started to like the characters and enjoyed the story. Uh, it was happy w- w- with what I saw by the end of it. I like one character after can, watching. Can the I whole guess? Thing. Of course you can, and is you're going to be right. Is it Philly? No. Is it nine? Yep. Okay. There we go. I told you you'd be right. I didn't tell you how many guesses it had. Okay. Take, but uh, we should go over just some of the principal players. There's really sure. three principal players. Yeah. Uh, Philly the kid, who is you the main character, and a sexual assaulter. <laughs> I'm assuming. Sure, maybe. I mean, uh, we kind of witnessed yeah. a little of yeah. that. He's a little um, forceful. He's a little forceful. He's uh, he's wanted. He's by basically everyone's got like the highest bounty on his head just because he's a wandering vagrant. Uh, he travels in Bessie, his car, who transforms into a giant like Transformers, like or Voltron, like bull. He smells like absolute shit, which is yes, a running does. joke. He loves quote unquote joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, a joke. we'll talk about that. Uh, he likes women. He likes gambling. He likes booze. Uh, and he's prone to violence. And probably the biggest thing is he's also immortal. Um, we just You just said that his name is Philly. You didn't say what his full title is. The Kid. Philly the Kid. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's not super creative. I think I think they actually beat Billy to the punch. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh yeah, you think this has been yeah. a long... Billy's long actually a time traveler. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's like, oh, you know what? I love me some yeah. fucking cannon busters. And that's pew, pew. yeah, exactly. That's it. And he, really, well, in fact, not Billy the Kid. He never had guns. He just went pew pew and uh, <laughs> and won so many duels that way. Yeah, it was it was kind of surprising. Is that duels or is it showdowns? It was duels. That, yeah. That's the right terminology for it. Uh, pistols at dawn. Okay, now I'm now I'm back on track. Can we just uh, talk about tombstone instead? Uh. We can only talk about Val Kilmer, uh, but um, you mean Batman? My one true Batman. <laughs> the other principal character is Sam, uh, who is a companion robot. Uh, that's how we introduced to her. Forgetting about the other principal character, but that's fine. Yeah, whatever. Uh, and she's someone that's looking for Prince Toji uh, and wants to go back to the Kingdom of Bodica uh, to meet with him because she's basically she she's his protector and his companion. And there's a mystery going on with her, for she's actually like an all-powerful weapon. But when she's in a regular form, she's unaware of that and the violence she creates. And she's she plays well off Philly because Philly is annoyed. Philly gets annoyed easily. Doesn't want to help people, and she's just so innocent and thinks everyone wants to be her friend. The dichotomy of their relationship is is one of the enjoyable parts of this show. I'll say. Uh, I don't think this show is super heavy in any means. I think it follows. A lot of tropes. But there are a couple like, wow, that, that was like a violent moment. Like, that was like a dark moment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When people are getting skinned. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I think episode two. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Yeah. Skin to like make like clothing out of two. Yeah. Is, yeah. Like, first I was like, oh, I was like, oh, they're cannibals. I was like, no, they're not cannibals. They just really want people skin to make them out. Like, that made it darker somehow. Because like, we're used to like, I, not until we're used to. I feel like cannibals have been done like time and time again. Yeah, we're used to cannibal stuff on this podcast. It's yeah. almost a weekly occurrence in uh, books. And the last main character is Casey, uh, who is a smaller uh, 
companion droid, not like companion, she's a mechanical droid who's obsessed with like fixing things or repairing things, mm-hmm. who wants to help Sam. That's basically her mission. And she teams along and also gets under Philly's skin. This is played by Casey Affleck, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the character was modeled after him, like, looks-wise. <laughs> uh, I felt like she was definitely just an embodiment of the movie Manchester by the Sea. Uh, that's, I mean, that's Hashtag what I got. Oscars 2017. Every time she talked, like, I, I teared up. Uh, but, yes. Yeah, why didn't he save of, those kids and, and this, uh, from the fire? Like, speaking of character design, uh, I did, I actually, I liked Philly's design. Like, I liked the big, like, bushy hair. Like the white shirt with the red tie, like I thought that was uh, very anime. Yeah, I mean, it was it wasn't like over the top like anime. Like it wasn't like impossible hair. Like it was maybe like teased out some, but it that was impossible. No. Hair. Nobody in the world has that hair. I disagree. Well, nobody I would ever talk to has that hair. Have or you seen friends with Goku? He's got that hair. Gohan, Vegeta. I stand corrected. Yeah. People have that hair. Yeah. Real human people. Yeah, have real that human hair. people. Uh Vash from Trigun. Come on. Oh my god. Uh but uh there's also a side story where we go back to Prince Toji uh being protected by his bodyguard, Odin. And this is anytime it went seemed with him, like I stopped caring. Like Oh yeah, I gave zero fucks. Yeah, I just I didn't care about Prince Toji at all. Like I enjoyed the journey being taken by Philly and Sam and Casey, but anytime it, it just killed the pacing for me. Yep. Uh, and I think one of the weaker aspects of the show was, was the most of it was the main villain, uh, Locke, who's like some sort of like owl man wizard. Uh, I'm not I'm really sure like what his deal is completely, but I I didn't care for him all that much. No. Uh, what did you think of uh his dad being captured by his like half brother or whatever? Thing? Yeah, yeah, and then like being killed like two episodes later for seemingly like no reason like I could discern like why capture him and then just kill him. Did we ever yeah. see him again? No, I don't think so. Yeah, what was the point of that? Yeah, I uh, I don't know. It's it's I mean maybe you and I just missed it, but it's it's this non traditional, like non like linear storytelling that we're used to to where things go off on like I don't know. Things go off on tangents. I don't beats. know man. Borderlands three came out this week, so <laughs> I don't know what happened in life. I don't know what we're talking about this week. Okay. So the humor you brought up earlier, I thought there was a couple of humor bits that like I loved and really hit. And there was ones that like were terrible. Like like the the smelling stuff, I agree with you, is just not like funny. It might have been like funny once, but like as a running joke, it, it wasn't funny. Uh there was a couple like a couple like uh poop jokes, which <laughs> ninety nine <laughs> times <laughs> 99 times out of 100 for me just like aren't funny anymore. It has to be like, it has to be like a real craft to actually make me laugh at, at a poop joke. Alex days. is a big indie poop joke guy. Yeah. He's got to touch the right bases. Uh, yeah. If, uh, if Vincent D'Onofrio isn't preparing the poop <laughs> joke and Mariana for months, then it, it, it's not going to do much for me. Uh, that good pull. Good pull. That's all I can say to that. I, don't I mean, that's what Vincent Gallo's brown bunny was about, right? I guess. Yes, it was. <laughs> Just nod and smile on yeah, this yeah. on this audio only format. <laughs> yeah, that's what Swingers is about too. I think. Right. Yeah, that's actually what propelled J- John Favreau's career. It's one long poop joke. That he just showed that to Kevin Feige, and that's how he got Iron Man. <laughs> yep. I will give. And you the chef show. And that's really how he's gotten all of his jobs. <laughs> Remember him on Friends as uh, Monica's boyfriend, 
training oh, for UFC. I that was him. Let's just talk about John yeah. Favreau and Friends. Or how about, how about just the Marvel connections and Friends? Because Paul Rudd was also Phoebe's boyfriend. Yep. And I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's where it ends. <laughs> uh, Alec Baldwin is in there. Is he's not in any anything Marvel? No, he's in Mission Impossible. Yet. Uh, he's not in anything yet. Marvel yet. Yeah. We have uh, some inside scoop. Don't the rumor has it he's playing Kamala Khan. <laughs> he is going to be the teenage. He actually turned down She-Hulk. Indian woman. Because yeah. uh, oh he wanted to call it He-Hulk. And they're like, that's a great idea. <laughs> and they, But He-Hulk is owned by like the Nabisco Corporation of all people. So they, they, they just couldn't do it. Oh, I love this. So... Were there any jokes that landed for you in Cannon Busters? Not that I can pull off the top of my head, honestly. There were two for me. Uh, yeah, I'll say. Uh, I'll say one. When Philly dies, uh, he comes. <laughs> he he comes back yeah. to life, and uh, we haven't mentioned this yet. Yeah, he comes back like he's immortal, and a tattoo appears on him of like he's now died like twenty times or tw- twenty one times. He dies uh, like twenty times in and twelve episodes. Being an immortal is something that's extremely rare in this world, but it's something that's not like completely. Out of bounds. People are aware of that. That's a possibility. Yeah. Uh, so there were two jokes that landed for me. It's when they fall into the pit with Bessie and the guy makes him do a singing competition, uh, which is just so ridiculous. And the joke isn't all that original, but Philly sings his song and he's a terrible singer and the ground falls from his feet. And he uh, and he's falling to his death, presumably. And he just shouts, "I regret nothing." <laughs> like that, I loved. Uh, in the very last episode, uh, Philly is on top of the villains like mech ship fighting in space. Uh, Casey's controlling Bessie his car when it's in the bull form, and Philly falls off. And Casey runs over and reaches out her hand and catches Philly, and she opens her hand, but Philly's dead because it's a body falling at, like a hundred miles per hour, landing on a hard metal gauntlet she's like oh i'm sorry i must have miscalculated and they're just a dead bloody like billy's corpse like those like those are the two bits i I enjoyed that that last part was good i just watched that episode and i I will say that definitely made me laugh um this also they definitely it hasn't been renewed yet uh as of this recording it's got phenomenal reviews yeah the reviews have been really good i i do think like i don't get it well, but that's just me. Yeah, I was gonna say like 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 that's you me specifically. Like you and I, and especially you more so. Like, don't really watch anime. Like, uh, uh, I watch stuff that tends to be like has really good reviews and word of mouth, and is maybe a little more westernized. Uh, yeah, Alex only watches westerns. Yes, that, that's what I'm saying. That's why I only watch Trigun. It's the only anime I watch. <laughs> uh, but it's so. I can, I can see why, because it has, the characters are, especially I think they like entertaining, they're not like so over the top or overpowered. Philly is immortal, but he's also largely incompetent uh, at things. Yeah, he's constantly getting murdered. Yeah. He gets it murdered in every episode, but the second one. Yeah. Uh, and one episode he gets murdered multiple times. Actually, a couple episodes he gets murdered like multiple times. Like about a dozen times, yeah. Times, yeah. Uh, in one episode. Sam is this all-powerful weapon, but she doesn't know that she is or even how to activate herself either. So there is some balance there. Although we haven't talked about your favorite character, Nine. Oh, my God. Yeah. The drunk samurai. Yes. The drunk samurai is awesome, who <laughs> drinks IPAs as well, too, which yeah. I appreciate it. I think he's probably the funniest character because I didn't expect it. Uh, yeah. Philly thinks that he's after him and uh, trying to assassinate him. When really he's just a drunk old samurai. And they built like a little bit of backstory talking about he was like how this pack of like X amount of samurais, but then something happened and there was only 
I want to say 13 or maybe nine remaining samurais out there. And I would actually enjoy a spinoff about like nine, like in the other remaining samurais. I mean, they, they feel like they kind of like touched on a lot of the old like drunk samurai tropes, though. Like, I feel like some of this is very well-worn territory. And yeah. When I say some of it, I mean probably all of it. I don't know yeah. all the anime stuff. I mean, like the drunken Max. master thing uh, is, is has yeah. been well done. But, like, he was still fun. And he was someone that was seemingly untouchable as well, too. Uh, that was... Yeah, you yeah. really couldn't. Nobody and, could. like, like po- how Popeye gets stronger with spinach, he gets stronger with more beer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> which he states yeah. a few times. So, this is a, this is a show for kids. Yeah. So, so, with the show, too, I mean, while there was an overarching main story, most episodes tend to focus on a singular villain... While still peppering in some of the main villains over the season. So, did you have a favorite villain? Yeah, there's like a, a homicidal, well, serial killer energy form thing that just kind of like sucked the life out of people and kind of made him disappear. And he's the one that killed Philly like 12 times. So, I kind of enjoy the fact that he killed Philly so many times. <laughs> yeah, he, I thought he was actually my favorite villain too. Like, he seemed like the most like menacing, like the real genuine threat. You, you, really got because like when philly died like he doesn't like seem to care like he's like well that sucks but he's like i'm alive again and that's the way it is but he seemed to be generally tortured by that guy dying over and over and over i mean he's still actually experiencing the pain of dying yeah it's not limited to that but usually i think at the time he's more focused on revenge when he comes back to life and in this case he could not get his revenge because he was just pinned to a tree and just experiencing it immediately all over again that is Absolutely fucking horrifying to me. Mm-hmm. I don't want that to ever happen to me. I don't want to die 40 times or something. Well, bullshit. you just got to make sure you don't encounter some magical being and say <laughs> you want to be immortal after your entire village has been slaughtered by the Kingdom of Bodica. Uh Just so you guys know where we're at, I'm a couple tall boys deep. Alex has had some tall boys, which I just realized would be the perfect band name uh, for us because we are both over six foot nine. If I calculated that correctly, we turn down contracts from the WNBA constantly. (laughs) Uh, If if the Tall Boys were a real group, Alex, what what music would we play? Uh, If we were a real group, uh, we would just uh, do poetry reads, just purely beat poetry, but we would only perform them at daycare centers. Uh, All shows at daycare centers, all ages. I disagree unless we can be a Judeo slam poetry group. Um, because I like to throw that uh, religious aspect into it. I feel like we're going to do a lot more daycares that way. I mean, all my songs are about Woody Allen movies, so I think that works. <laughs> Can you perform one of them now? Because, I mean, you've obviously got them. No, because they are, uh, like, much like Allen's Gin- much like Ginsburg went on trial for Hal, the Supreme Court would be all over me for this, so I cannot have any public recording of these because I'd be facing... A ton of upsetting charges. I understand. But speaking of going on trial, uh, Alex's uh, favorite music, I feel like, has been on trial. Uh, His wife discovered, uh, right before we recorded this podcast, NME has said that they have officially stated that ska is arguably the worst type of music. Alex, do you have anything to say for ska? No, you don't? Wow. This is a landmark day for anti scoffle I mean, everywhere. If Enemy was saying this back in 1995, when people were actually listening to Ska and, and reading Enemy, then I'd be offended. <laughs> but now I just feel like they're trying to target one reader, and that reader is me. So you are canceling your Enemy subscription? Enemy, right if you're looking for a writer, though, I will take a job. Uh, <laughs> I've got an entire Ska series I'm ready to pitch you. Doesn't matter that I'm not a British national. 
you can work some magic with your citizenship office. Which, by the way, that's not just for enemy. If uh, Image Comics wants Alex's Ska comic book series, he is. It's called a Skomic. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Please don't ever disrespect my art like that ever again. (laughs) Oh God, this is this is torturous. Why do we do this podcast? Uh, it's art. <laughs> we are the Andy Warhols of podcasting. <laughs> the well, Dandy Warhols. Of you're the Andy. I wish we were the Andy Warhols. <laughs> you're the Andy Warhol. I'm the I'm the lady that shot Andy Warhol. <laughs> Wait, uh, Alex, why do you have a knife? I'm pretty sure her name was Sierra Nevada. Is she the one that uh, brought everybody with the milkshakes? Yes. The same Sierra? Yes, it's the exact same one. Beat is automatic hypnotic. Yes, 100% that. <laughs> so anyways, back to Cannon Busters. Wait, we're talking about that show this podcast? So, would you watch a second season where you're like, you know what? Now I'm go- I'm blowing, this show is maybe a full-blown weeb. I am watching this show <laughs> and nothing about this show. I am not a weeaboo. However, that being said, this podcast covers all comic book stuff. So I'd be forced to watch it. So the answer is <laughs> technically yes. I, I actually would watch a second season because it does yeah. end on a cliffhanger. I'm a little know it's a cliffhanger because it's basically ends with the same mission that like the For first season, season one. Season yeah. One, yeah. <laughs> so at least like pivot, but the team grew a bit, and I did like the two characters that would, would seemingly be two permanent because it looks like nine will join the team permanently. And Odin, his bodyguard. I like Odin joining the team part. What's your biggest issue with this podcast? Because I like you to get negative. I like with, you to with get this dirty. podcast. Well, sorry, with this television show. Um, the humor mostly. Like, <laughs> uh, like there's a couple of great jokes, but some stuff doesn't land. And there's, I mean, I kind of feel like there's just I've just had like some pet peeves of like anime, like I, I've more like traditional like storytelling, and it's all over the place. It's where I feel like there's a lot of like loose narrative threads that don't get. Uh, that don't get answered Almost or might get nothing answered is tied up. Yeah. Or they might get answered like episode 25, but it might be like 20 seconds and it's just on to something else. It's, it's fucking wild. Uh, I will say that my pet peeve that I have, uh, has to do, uh, with Philly, the kid and his backstory. And all of a sudden he wants to kill the prince because yeah. of some unknown thing that happened in his past. Yeah, that that should have been like, I feel like they should have spent a lot more time on, on Philly's backstory. That came Even- in like episode Eight of twelve. Even him becoming immortal or just like was like he sad and like traded away whatever his soul or whatever to like some wizard magician witch something, and all of a sudden like he's immortal. Like I, I needed more than that too. The show's not fucking lost. Why are there so many weird plot holes? I mean that that I feel like that's a lot of anime, and now we're just making we're making all of all, all of our weep listeners angry right now. I mean, who probably understand it better than we do. The, we're gonna lose all of our listeners except for like my mom. Yeah. And your mom. That's <laughs> true. I just have to teach her how to subscribe to podcasts. <laughs> I go and download our podcast on my mom's phone. That's good. Yeah. That's how we get sponsors. <laughs> Speaking of Canon Busters, if you want to sponsor us, uh, feel free. and But do it now be, be, before we get into our ratings. Canon Busters, turn this off right now. Uh, so what would you rate this show on a scale of 1 to 10? <laughs> uh, six and a half. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. I'd say yeah, I'm about like a six. I feel like if you're really into anime, you'd probably like it a lot more yeah. than we did. Uh, the lowest rating I saw on any scoring system was a seven. Uh, and a lot of people were like, it's a nine. Like, oh, well, whatever, man. I, I guess we're, we're the outliers know. in this. Yeah. Uh, what did you say? Because I wasn't paying attention. Six. Oh, uh, God. 
So yikes! That is those are that might be one of the worst ratings that we have collectively given something. This but again, like year. I don't want to say like this was bad because it wasn't bad. It's just no, not it for us. Bad. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, but because ho- we are normal people, right? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we we when it comes to normalcy, <laughs> you will just see the henchman of comics art picture in. <laughs> The di- in the dictionary dot com slash edu <laughs> dot org website that dot I bought biz dot gov we had to wait to dot io yeah I also bought dot oi because I was really confused for a second but next week something a little bit more in our wheelhouse we're going to be talking about Stumptown on ABC uh, which comes out next week based off the Greg Rucka comic uh, starring Colby Smulders and Jake Johnson do you like Greg Rucka I do like Greg Rucka how much on a scale of one to ten, more than Cannon Busters. Why don't you marry him? Boom. How do you think of that comedy compared to Cannon Busters? Okay, I I have to sign off because I'm fighting back tears right now. <laughs> I don't want to cry on air. Because um, that joke was so good, right? It's cutting me deep. Uh, <laughs> I feel like you have just opened emotions I didn't even know that I had inside me. Uh, <laughs> but as always, you can email us at henchmanofcomics at gmail.com. Uh, find us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Facebook Live, Pornhub Live. Wherever you need to go that's live, uh, we're there. Like, subscribe, download our podcast. I don't know if you can like it. Yeah, yeah. Just just scream <laughs> that you like it. Uh, for I hench- like this podcast! <laughs> Wherever you are. <laughs> Hospital ward. Uh, <laughs> middle of a subway car in the middle of Brooklyn, you know. I'm sorry, everybody, that I laughed so much on this podcast. I apologize for nothing. <laughs> uh, for the comics, I'm Alex Ashback. And I regret nothing! Hinchin' ain't easy.